something to believe Maybe it's God for you Maybe you think that everything's a lie Lord, I hope that isn't true Some folks live for personal wealth That'll lose you forever a coin Some folks just believe in themselves And they carry it in their groans we all need I'm Jeff Benda, and you're listening to the Fargo Catholic Podcast. Well, I hope everybody had a relaxing and great Memorial Day weekend, but I hope you're ready to get back at it, because this week we are immensely blessed to have a holy relic coming to Fargo this Wednesday and Thursday. The Incorrupt Heart of St. John Vianney, patron saint of priests, is going to be at St. Mary's Cathedral in downtown Fargo this Wednesday, May 29th, and Thursday, May 30th. For all the details about the schedule, you can go to fargocatholic.com. That's my website at fargocatholic.com, and you can find all the details right there on the homepage. St. John Vianney was the pastor at a little parish in Ars, France, for about 40 years. But in that role as a simple parish priest, he became a wonder worker, loved by the people for his spiritual direction and his patience. And word of his ministry spread throughout France and really the whole world. So much so that in 1855, it is estimated that ours had about 20,000 visitors come to see him in just that year alone. One man who visited after meeting with him said he saw God in Father Vianney. So I really want to encourage all of you listening to go and see this incorrupt heart of a saint. It's his real physical heart, and it has not turned to dust like most of our hearts will when we're buried. His heart is still intact. That's what it means to be incorrupt. Father Vianney in his life discovered early on that if we are obedient to Jesus, always keeping our eyes on him and our will aligned with his, that he will surprise us. Jesus will surprise us time and time again with unexpected blessings beyond anything we can ask for, beyond anything we can even imagine. Now let's talk about this relic thing. It may seem strange to non-Catholics, some of you who may be listening to this podcast right now, but even for you Catholics who are practicing, who may not be familiar with venerating a relic of a saint, that the actual heart of a Catholic French priest who died in 1859 is going to be right here in Fargo, North Dakota, while the rest of the saint's body is back in the Basilica in Ars, France. So where did this idea of venerating a body part of a saint come from? And isn't it a bit morbid and weird to separate a saint's body part, like his heart, and send it on a tour around the United States? And how can a relic impart grace or bring about healing? And really so often us Catholics get asked, Uh, about lots of things that don't coincide with our Protestant brothers and sisters. So I want to answer the question of where is it talk about relics in the Bible? So let's start with that one. If you turn to your Bibles, to the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5, beginning with verse 12. This is uh, from the first reading from the recent second Sunday of Easter from um, this past April 28th. We find a really great example, and I want to read this to you. Uh, Many signs and wonders were done among the people 
at the hands of the apostles. And here we can insert uh, St. John Vianney's name in where it says apostles. They were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the others dared to join them, but the people esteemed them. Yet more than ever, believers in the Lord, great numbers of men and women, were added to them. Thus, they even carried the sick out into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, so that when Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on one or another of them. If a shadow of a saint, in this case St. Peter, could bring about healing, then why can't the incorrupt heart of a saint, in this case St. John Vianney, impart the healing grace of God? Or do we actually secretly believe that God stopped working miracles through his saints when the ink dried on the last book of the Bible? The source of the power I'm talking about here does not come from the physical heart of the saint. The source of this power is Jesus. And it just so happens that St. John Vianney's absolute surrender to Jesus did something to his heart. We might even say that, spiritually speaking, St. John Vianney had a heart transplant because he embodied what God promised in the Old Testament um, through the prophet Ezekiel. If you guys look in uh, the book of Ezekiel, chapter 36, it starts in verse 23. I will prove the holiness of my great name, profaned among the nations. Thus the nations shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when in their sight I prove my holiness through you, through you, St. John Vianney. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your hearts of stone and give you a heart of flesh. When I read that, it's clear that just as that visitor to ours said he had seen God and Father John Vianney, we can say that the heart that is coming to Fargo this week, the heart that we can see with our own eyes right there in the cathedral, this Wednesday and Thursday, the heart we can go and visit in person to venerate is really Jesus' sacred heart. It's Jesus' sacred heart, which he lent to Father Vianney. Here's something else important to know about the saints. Saints always point us away from themselves and towards Jesus, just as St. John Vianney did. In fact, so deep was Father Vianney's faith in Jesus, especially in the real presence, in the real presence of Jesus, in the Holy Eucharist. His homilies sometimes consisted only of him pointing towards Jesus in the tabernacle, his eyes welling up with tears and speaking just three words, he is here. And Father Vianney would spend 16 hours a day in the confessional bringing people back to Jesus because Father Vianney had an absolute trust and total obedience to Jesus. And that is what made his ministry in that little town of ours, France, so fruitful. So fruitful, in fact, that people would stand in line for up to three days just to have Father Vianney hear their confession. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, assumed our humanity in order to redeem it, to save it, and to make it holy. The saints, through their humble obedience, assumed the holiness of Jesus and allow him to transform them into little copies of himself. So it's in that that we can understand how the physical heart of a saint who died 
160 years ago can still carry the healing power and grace of God, just as it did when it was still beating in that priest's chest. Jesus became what we are so we could become what he is. The saints take this belief so seriously that it actually happens to them. The relics of our saints remind us of our connection with Jesus Christ and to each other, a connection that even death does not separate. The examples of our saints form a great path for us to follow. So we too can pursue a life of holiness and the prayers said by the saints provide us with the heavenly assistance and encouragement to become what they became, little copies of Christ. If you would like to see and venerate St. John Vianney's heart, go to FargoCatholic.com for all the details. Have a great week, everybody. Explosions like a heartbeat. Yeah, my mind's king. Rushes of emotion. Now let's do it again. And adventure without a venture. TV's got your monster on good reality. schedule the dance for